1: Welcome to Rawson to the Rescue, my podcast about the secrets to avoiding everyday dangers and worst case catastrophes. I'm Jeff Rawson. You may know me from NBC's Today Show. I have an investigative segment called Rawson Reports, aptly named. My new book, Rawson to the Rescue, is out now. And in this podcast, I take you behind the scenes a bit and share some life saving advice. I'm here again with my co host, Kara Rhoda. And today we're tackling the world of secret spies and home invaders. Very important to all of us: home invaders and secret spies. Hey, Kara.
0: Absolutely. Hello again, Jeff.
1: All right. So I want to start here, um, and I, I know the answer to this question already. I'm like a prosecutor. You never ask a question that you don't know the answer to. Do you have a laptop at home?
0: I do. Okay.
1: Does it have? It has a front-facing camera on it. Most of them do.
0: Probably. Yeah. Probably.
1: <laughs> you FaceTime at home or Skype. Um, so surely, almost all computers do. But did you know that this camera, that camera on your computer, without any hint, any warning whatsoever, you'd have no idea, can be hijacked by a hacker remotely?
0: That is so terrifying. And when we were reading your book, everyone in the office started putting stickers on their front-facing cameras because it's such a creepy fact.
1: Right. So these hackers now are really, really smart. All they have to do is send you a tiny little email attachment that you wouldn't even know. We did a big test for the book undercover with a computer expert. And we tested a family um, in New Jersey. And we sent that with the dad's permission, of course. With the dad's permission, he was the only one in the family who knew about it. And we sent an attachment on an email to the family. And it was like one of those e-cards, you know, with a little quacking duck, happy birthday, whatever. They opened it up. And this is what the the criminals do. And you don't even think twice about it. And you're like, oh, this was meant for somebody else. That has a Trojan horse in it that gives a hacker complete access to your webcam, watching you in all of your most private moments. So the reason you put the tape on your camera is because our advice is to always put a piece of tape on your camera and then take it off whenever you want to use it because hackers can get in there and watch your every move. Uh, For the book, we actually spoke with somebody named Cassidy Wolf. She's a former Miss Teen USA. Her experience will make you rethink privacy in your own home. Here is a clip from the audiobook. Your home is where you completely let your guard down. You're safe there. You have privacy. Maybe you walk around naked. I'm not admitting to anything. But you know what you also have? A laptop or a computer of some kind. And nowadays, of course, almost every laptop comes with a front-facing camera, which we never really think about unless we're Skyping or FaceTiming. Yet without any hints or warning, this camera can be hijacked by hackers, controlled remotely, who can watch you while you type, while you eat, while you sleep, while you come out of the shower, gross, and even while you, yeah, that. Just ask Cassidy Wolf, a young woman from California who in 2013 was named Miss Teen USA. She was a target for the lowest of the low, a webcam predator who hacked into her laptop, spied on her, snapped intimate photos of her from the screen, and then blackmailed her. I couldn't say this on the air, but I'll say it here. As a father and as a human being, it makes me want to punch that guy in the face. Cassidy agreed to open up and speak to me. She told me, you would never think somebody would be watching you in your room. It gave me nightmares. How do you find out about this, I asked. I received an anonymous email from an anonymous person, she said. It basically was extorting me and blackmailing me. I saw that he had attached nude photos of me that he had taken in my bedroom. Now, you might think to yourself, well, I'm not a Miss Teen USA, so I'm not at risk. False. The FBI investigated the case, and they found this same webcam slimeball had also targeted a dozen other young women. Some were as young as 16 years old. Here's the scarier truth. It's not that hard to hack. To get a sense of just how vulnerable all of us are, we set up an experiment with a family in suburban New Jersey. We first ask the father's permission, and then, with his blessing, we ask a security expert, Jim Stickley, to try to spy on the family remotely. Stickley never lays a finger on their laptops. He practices his dark arts from the comfort of his own swivel chair, clacking away on his keyboard thousands of miles away. People who are victims generally have no idea that they are victims, says Stickley. Then he shows me an email that he sent to the New Jersey family, a harmless-looking e-card that has a little cartoon that looks like Donald Duck. When they opened that card, all they saw was the quacking duck, But behind the scenes, Stickley had unleashed a Trojan virus that wormed its way through their computer, giving him full access to the webcam. The family had no clue. Like something out of a sci-fi movie, on Stickley's monitor, he could now view the family laughing and eating dinner. And all it took was a few simple lines of code. Hackers can also slither into the cameras on your smartphone and your tablet. Okay, enough. I don't want to invade this family's privacy longer than a few minutes. I got the idea. So we stop recording, and a couple of days later, I visit the house, ring the doorbell, officially introduce myself, and sit down with them in their living room. Anyone ever hack into your system at home, I ask the parents and the girls. I don't think so. No, says one of the girls. Time to drop the bombshell. We actually recorded your family at dinner the other night, I say, and I know how creepy that must sound. Remember, I want to stress this, we had the father's permission, but still it's a little creepy. No one was in your house except for you guys. It's really creepy, the mother says. I mean, my children are on their computers in the evening in their bedrooms. This is true, and our hacker knew it. We still have access to the webcam, and I show the mom a live video of the girls in their bedroom upstairs. I instantly recognize the look of panic on her face. As a parent, I know the look well. Don't worry, we had our own female producer in the room as well to ensure the girls wouldn't do anything they wouldn't also do in public. I'm sick over it, says the mom. I really am. It's very upsetting. I know this is tough on the mom, and I begin to feel bad about the whole icky operation, but she looks at me and says... I actually appreciate it because I'm hoping I can learn from this and try to avoid this from ever happening. And that's the goal here. Some of these experiments can be awkward or unsettling, but they all have a mission of raising a larger awareness and to help all of us be more safe. The FBI says that webcam hacking is a growing issue and more and more people are being spied on even when they don't know it. By the way, the FBI eventually caught the predator who blackmailed Miss Teen USA. Was it some lecherous old hacker who had spent years honing his craft? Maybe a black ops ex military specialist? A foreign terrorist? Nope. Just a teenager who had been one of her classmates in high school. Hackers can come from anywhere, so stay smart. We'll be right back after this.
0: These stories are so upsetting. What are some of the takeaways when it comes to your home privacy and secret spies?
1: Yeah, and so this is supremely important. I want you to think about this every time you're on your computer and wherever you are right now. As we said before, think about every email you click on. I know we get a million of them a day, and many are from people we know. Some are from people we don't. Even from the strangers, sometimes they're legitimate, so it's hard. But think about every single one. But even more than that, if it comes with an attachment... That's where they'll really get you. When you open an attachment, it does something to your computer, and it really can give them back to our access in. And you would have no idea. The webcam doesn't turn on. It's, it turns on, but there's no light that comes on. There's no big red warning signal that the, the webcam is on. So even if your computer is in sleep mode, they can get in. So think about every email, every attachment. The other thing you want to do is when you carry uh, with your laptop, when you're when you're done with it, do you just walk away, do you just keep it sitting open? Absolutely, I do. Wrong. No, I know even if you have the tape on there, you want to close your laptop when you're done with it because sometimes you're going to forget the tape. It's a good fail-safe. Close the laptop, uh, that way if they get in, they can't see anything. They're staring at a, you know, black space of the, of the closed laptop. And of course, put that piece of black tape on your laptop webcam. By the way, even the former FBI director, James Comey,
0: said he does that. The former FBI director does it, so why wouldn't we? It's such a low-tech solution. It probably costs less than a penny for a piece of tape. So that's a really easy thing to do. Exactly. What are some of the people that might be trying to hack into your computer and why?
1: Yeah, we think about these like, you know... Smart web experts sitting in the basement, you know, in their evil lairs. But it's not always that. In Cassidy Wolf's case, that Miss Teen, former Miss Teen USA, it was somebody she used to go to school with. I mean, it was a a random person, a regular person who's doing it. Why? Why do they do it? It could be anything. It could be blackmail. They want they want to get nude photos of you in your bedroom or something and use it as blackmail against you, which is what happened in Cassidy Wolf's case. Um, it could be just a looky loo. It could be somebody trying to get into your system to steal your files, steal you know, put a we- uh, um, a keyboard logger on there so they can get your your credit card numbers, your debit card numbers, your passwords. Any number of things could be the reason, but the result is the same: you are violated.
0: That's great advice. And now let's talk a little bit about another violation, home invaders. This is one of the top things that people seem to be worried about. And it actually happened to you once, Jeff. Can you tell listeners about that experience?
1: Yeah. In my book, I open up about this for the first time. I've never talked about it before, and it really does impact me to this day. I was the victim of an attempt at home invasion. Um, it was middle of the night. I was a kid. I'm upstairs in my bedroom. My brother's bedroom is next door, and my parents were down that hallway in their bedroom, all fast asleep. All of a sudden, we hear boom, 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 and it's like, "What's going on here?" Again, boom, boom. Somebody was kicking in our back door, um, and it is. I remember. I remember laying in bed. Years of therapy has allowed me to talk about this. Laying in bed and just being paralyzed by fear. My dad jumped up, ran down seven flights at a time. You know, seven stairs at a time down the flight of stairs and is screaming, putting on every light, get out of here, I have a gun. He didn't. I have a bat. He didn't. Um, And all of that, trying to get this guy away, and the booms kept going. Finally, the guy ran away, but he was about to get in, because when we got to that door, it was only the deadbolt hanging on by a thread that kept us safe. Um, So this is something very, very, very personal to me. There are nearly 50,000 home invasions a year, That's about 135 home invasions a day. Think about that. 135 people are going through this every single day. I should say 135 homes are going through this, probably with multiple people in there. It's a frightening stat. Anyone can find themselves in this situation.
0: It's an incredible story and so lucky that your dad knew what to do and sprang into action. What are some precautions that listeners can take?
1: Yeah, I mean, the first thing you want to do before you run down the stairs is call 911, because you want to get police on the way, because if that guy had come in our house, my brother and I were too scared. I wouldn't know what to do. Uh, my mom was probably too scared, too. So somebody should be designated. You should talk about it with your family. It's the same thing we've talked about uh, you know, last week with the fire escape plan. You You need to have a plan for something like that, too. Okay, I'm going to go and do this. You're the one who calls 911. So somebody needs to call 911 immediately to get that clock moving, right? Because it takes them a couple minutes to get there. Get that moving because if the guy's in the house and you haven't called police, you're now the only ones who know and that guy's got you. Um, Here are a few other little tips you can use. This one's really cool. If you have a car that you keep in your driveway, you know, most of those key fobs now, they have a little, like, red button on them, like you can actually hit the panic button, hit the car alarm, Use the car alarm as a home alarm if you don't have one. So if the home alarm hasn't gone off or you don't have one, click. keep that key fob instead of on the other side of the room or downstairs in your purse, keep it on your nightstand. Hit that car alarm button. These home invaders are scared most about attention. They don't want attention drawn because they don't want a neighbor to call the cops. They don't want somebody else to come out. So hit the car alarm is a good cheap little thing you can do to make some quick noise. There are some different um, live video feed apps that you can get that come with a little camera. It's recording everything in the house too that police can later use for evidence. And if they do end up capturing you, experts say you should treat them like royalty because chances are most home invaders, they're not there to hurt you. They want money or they want stuff they can sell for money. So the key is to give them what they want if you're out of options.
0: Thanks, Jeff. I hope that listeners don't have to use that last tip, but it's good to know what to do just in case.
1: Sure is. Hope it helps. Thanks for listening to Ross and to the Rescue. By the way, we want you to hit subscribe on your favorite podcast app if you're enjoying the show, even if you're not. And then leave a rating or a review. We read all of them, the good and the bad. I want to know what you think. And don't forget, Rawson to the Rescue is available now from anywhere books are sold online or in your favorite bookstore. Check it out for more life saving tips and stories. We'll see you next week right here.
0: Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing.